Exhibit A, Sean Clifford is a terrible quarterback, lights up Auburn. Exhibit B, Texas A&M's third-string quarterback has no chance. Gives the best quarterback performance I've seen from anybody in the last 10 years. Exhibit Z, C, excuse me, the Eagles have the worst offense you've ever seen, and there's no way they're going to beat the Panthers. Uh, what, what are you <laughs> – I mean, Exhibit – hold on. Exhibit D, there's no way the Braves will, will do anything in the play- playoffs. I'm sorry, Drew, what was that? What, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the uh, the new scientific sports theory that the, the message pitch discovered called the chance effect, where anything Matt says, the exact opposite is going to happen. Prove it, Will. What what else? Ah, I, this game's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, you know, <laughs> the last two last two weeks, I've talked bad about. Uh, you know, I talked bad about Sean Clifford, and he went and had the best game of his career. Talked bad about the Cowboys. They're now Super Bowl contenders. That ain't happening this week. <laughs> they're, 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 you're here, you're here for me. There is 0.0 chance this A&M team beats Alabama. The following message is brought to you by Faulty Spark Plugs. Faulties, we are that smell. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to our The Message Pitch. Today, we will continue our Game On series. We're going to talk about probably everybody's personal favorite, the Nintendo 64. But also, we got my co-host here, uh, Matt. Hi, everyone. Drew is also here with us. Hello, hello. And guys, you know what's crazy? What? Speaking to, speaking to most of our fan base here, who are probably Alabama and Auburn fans, you know what? The, the sun came up on Sunday. How crazy is that? Uh, uh, college football teams lose and things carry on like normal. You would have thought that I don't. I don't even know how to describe it, but I've never seen moods as, as crazy and as dampened around here as it was on Sunday. But uh, Chance, you were actually at the game, so why don't you tell us about moods that weren't dampened? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us give us the rundown of Matt's escapade. Well, not escapades, but Matt uh, Matt's college station experience. I'll tell you what, we, we got in late Friday, mm-hmm. um, and we ended up staying in uh, an R, uh, we had an RV, we rented an RV, mm-hmm. and ended up staying on campus, uh, just outside the George Bush Library, actually. Um, you could see the stadium from the parking lot, and I'm, I'm telling you, man, there was people, I'm pretty sure the RVs that were in that lot were more expensive than the house I'm in right now. I mean, some of these yeah. people, they're huge, and I had, there was an RV with a back porch on it. There are RVs wow. with, yeah. Uh, but, what? Yeah. But anyway, yeah, there there were some really nice RVs. I, it makes me definitely want to get into it <laughs> when I when I make it big after this podcast takes off. But um, there was a lot of there was a lot of AM fans. Obviously, there were Alabama, of course, traveled well. Actually, parked next to us, there was an Alabama and a Texas fan. Um, he, he was flying. <laughs> he was flying both flags. And I kid you not, he was the first one to leave the lot. <laughs> I, can, I, can only, I can only imagine he was watching the Red River rivalry earlier in the day, which was a great game, by the way. And he was like, there's no oh, yeah. way that te- anybody can, can lose like Texas lost today. And then the Alabama side of him was like, hold my beef. <laughs> well, it, Texas just choked. Alabama They did. Just didn't. Al- Alabama decided they didn't want to play in the first half, and then came out in the second half, and then 
for I guess their controller got unplugged on that last drive by Texas A and M. Man, that that was the most like bipolar like game by both teams I've ever seen because Texas A and M was so hot and then did nothing in the second half. It's like they wanted to they're trying to run the clock out in the game take the, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. then. Uh, Speaking of controllers, not to take anything away from Texas A&M and, and Calzada, who, again, with the chance effect, there's no chance they're going to win, no pun intended. But uh, Bill no, 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 no. The quote was, this game is going to be a bloodbath. It, it was. Well, yeah. <laughs> to be Just fair, everyone thought that. <laughs> yeah, I was right there with you. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Uh, but, I agree uh, with you. Guys, Texas A&M, that defense played out of their mind. But uh, I think being that close to, to – or being back in Texas made Bill O'Brien forget how to, you know, call plays well because there was at least six plays that game where all they had to do with, – with Alabama's running back getting like five yards of carry in the second half, all he had to do was hand the ball off and they score a touchdown, which theoretically, you know, could have put the game away, would have, could have, should have. But then he went full Pete Carroll and starts throwing it three times and kicking field goal, you know. So I don't yeah. know. It was just it was crazy. That was a that, crazy that's, game. That's, Great weekend for football, though. That's the, uh, yeah. That was the analogy I was going to make. So so Matt, at what point in the game did it, the stadium kind of look? I mean, like were the people looking around like, wait, wait, wait a minute, what's going on? Well, I'll tell you what. From the beginning, College Station brought it. Kyle Field brought it. Like it was. That's the loudest sporting event I've been to. I've been to NFL games. I've been to a few college games. I've been to a couple of A&M games before that. Um, that's the loudest sporting event I've ever been to. I mean, it was – the atmosphere was fantastic. Um, but I'll tell you, and I, everyone almost felt this way. Like, the whole game, people were like, Alabama's going to come back. Alabama's yep. going to come back. Yep. Alabama, Alabama does come back. But honestly, when I truly felt that they were Alabama was going to lose that game is right after they scored and they kicked it out of bounds, and then two plays later, you know, A and M was already in on their side of the field. I was, I was thinking, I was like, A and M's got this, and sure, <laughs> sure enough, man. Um, and, you know and, what, Chance? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying, and, and when they kicked that game-winning field goal, just the there were. Everyone was hugging each other, like random people going up and hugging each other. Like it was, and it, it was, it was loud. Like it was, it was a scene I'll never forget. You know, I, <laughs> we we got those tickets thinking we were going to get a top five matchup. It didn't look like that was going to happen after the way A and M have played earlier this year. But that game lived up to the hype uh, that we thought it would <laughs> at the beginning of the season. So yeah, no, it 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 did. I mean, I think the game happened at a perfect time for A and M. I think, you know. With, with so much hype that went into the, the Kiffin Bowl last week, I think it was a perfect storm for A&M. Uh, but Chance, you know, you, you said you knew the game, you know, Texas A&M might pull it out with that kick out of bounds. Man, I watched it, and as soon as, as Calzada dropped that dime to the running back, which Alabama still can't cover a running back out of the backfield, by the way, uh, on like third and 13, just dropped it over his shoulder for a first down. I looked at my wife and just said, well – because she, she was actually paying attention to the game. I said, you might want to go ahead and go upstairs and go to bed because uh, I, 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 Texas A&M is going to win this game. So, so but Matt, I mean, what, a, what a game, though. Matt, were, were you or were you not one of the people that stormed the field? <laughs> I, I was not. Um, I was. We were on the top level. I mean, we were 
We were in the nosebleeds, but um, what about Chance Matthews? He was down there fighting off police officers and what about uh, Mateo Chancy? Uh he went he passed out, but <laughs> it was too late for him. Yeah. Uh no, no. Um that's how you do it also leaving the stadium. That that place turned into a party. Uh there were just people everywhere all all over uh Northgate at at A and M and because we talked about going just to get a drink, you know, um, enjoy the experience. <laughs> no, there was no way that you couldn't even get into the bars. There was just people everywhere. So uh, we just went back and hung out at the RV park. But I'll just say that that was an extraordinary experience in College Station. So if you ever get the chance to go sometime, uh, I highly suggest it. it, it it's a it's a great atmosphere. That's awesome, man. That's that's cool. I'm glad I'm glad it was fun. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, being on the winning end of it was was probably, you know, a lot better than than what you were expecting. So that's that's pretty cool. All right, yeah, so. chance you had a. Go ahead, Drew. No, no you're good. Go. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I, I was going to just mention that that chance must have had a pretty good sports weekend. Because how about your Eagles, big dog? Oh man, <laughs> that was like the. They were able to pull off what Bama couldn't. They played a terrible first half themselves and then came back and rallied with with Bama players, I might add, with Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith leading the way. But yeah, no, it was a it was a gutsy win. They that offense is offensive play calling is awful. They gotta get that hey, fixed. How, how did what you say we're gonna segue into the Dolphins? <laughs> we are saying. not segueing into the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm just saying you have Miles Sanders who's one of the better young – I won't say he's, you know, top five running back, but he's one of the better up-and-coming running backs in the league right now. And you only hand the ball up to him five, six times a game. It's not going to cut it. You got to – I don't know. Maybe they're trying to see all that Jalen Hurts offers to see if he's the guy, but I don't get their play calling. But I'm glad they won. So, um, I'm going to talk bad about the Eagles now so they – in hopes that they win tomorrow as well. So, the Eagles have no shot. It's going to be a bloodbath tomorrow. The Bucks are gonna roll all over uh, the Eagles. So, uh, we're, we're... if the if the if the Eagles can come out and pass the ball, I, it could be a game because as good as as the Bucks' rushing defense is, and it is very good, they they rank last in passing defense. Well, I'm just doing the chance effect, so I'm just gonna keep talking bad about them. So. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, but, I, if I got you. I got but if you're you. trying hey. to intentionally jinx it, uh, if you remember last week, I said. It was going to be a bloodbath, and I'm saying that, so I hope it's a good game. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Like I did the... say. I just say. Check the records. I said it. Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, in hey, other... uh, real, real quick, real, oh. real quick, Jamie, Jamie, can you look that up for me? Okay. Yeah, he in fact said it last week. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that. That ought to have been our cold open. It's just this game is going to be a bloodbath. It was at this moment, Matt knew. We can still he had messed that. up. <laughs> that he had messed up. Yeah. Okay. Well, shifting gears, baseball. We've uh, eliminated uh, oh, one of the teams that Matt, both Matt and I thought were going to make the World Series. So the White Sox are done. Um, uh, the here. other team, and 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 you mind if I if I slide in here? The other team oh, yeah. that Drew thought was going to make it to the World Series. Uh, I, I think. And there is a text to prove it, boys, where I said, if Boston can get past the Rays, everybody watch out. And what happened? Sm- smoked the Yankees, took out the Rays, 
Justice has been served. Kevin Kiermeyer, without the uh, opponent's play sheet, didn't know what was going on. Go figure. Nah, got, some help. <laughs> got, got some help on the ground rule double. Uh, look up the, the rules. If it bounces, even if it bounces off a player after going over the wall, it's still a ground rule double. So. <laughs> Not what I heard. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it from the citizens of Tampa. You've been given NFL victories since Tom Brady got there, so you can you can deal with it in baseball. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You just sit there and call out the people of Tampa for give being uh, given. Uh, go back to because of Tom go, go Brady, to and you're a Boston Red Sox fan. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the Patriots. What kind like, of inception sports fanism is this? The Patriots can lose every game for the rest of time, for all I care. It's, we're talking baseball. That's football. I know, but but the premise is backwards. You're, you know what? It's not important. Yeah, the Red Sox won. I, I hope they can beat the Astros, but uh, I, I don't know. The Astros are looking hot right now. Did you guys see the picture that Fox Sports tweeted? Um, I don't think they they meant to do it, but it's like um, Altuve throwing from shortstop to first. And the fans in Chicago have written "cheater" in the stands as he's throwing. Like it, it, it was a perfect picture. No, I have not seen that. Oh, it was great. I appreciate it, though. Yeah, right. I, I'm. I, I'm just hoping that we don't get a Giants Astros World Series because oh god, I may quit baseball forever if that happens. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll do one for everyone. The Astros and Giants, it's going to be a bloodbath. They're both going to win. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, let's hope. Let's hope. <clears throat> so, uh, hopefully the Dodgers can get past the Giants just because I think we're all tired of the Giants after the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. So, Walker Bueller's getting the start on short rest. So Not sure. I, did he I, just start last night? Yeah. <laughs> Not sure. Oh, well, I agree he, with he, that. Throw, he he can throw a few innings and turn it into a bullpen game. Yeah, but so. yeah, I guess I don't know. But the bats have got to wake up, and that's the problem. The Dodgers they either score two touchdowns or they score one run. You know. Ah, uh, yeah. So very hot and cold. Well, dude, that's that's because Babe Ruth Jr. is now playing in Boston. Man, nobody told me Kike Hernandez once October hits turns into Reggie Jackson two point I told you that. Good gosh, he's Did amazing. You really? Yes, I told. Oh, he's you. great. I love him. I'm like okay, Hernandez I'm, I'm is amazing. I told Sarah Elizabeth the other day. I think the man crush I had on Andrew Benintendi has been replaced with one for Kike Hernandez. Now I'm he's amazing. Jersey. He was he was one him. of my favorite Dodgers, maybe ever. He can play anything. He can he can do. Yeah. I mean, he's got so many clutch hits past September. It's not even funny. He's the one that hit the walk off against the Cubs in 2017 before the Dodgers. That's right. I remember that. in the World Series. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was Jocktober for you. Uh, no, here's the thing: people talk about Jocktober and Jock. Peter- Jock Peterson's a lot like a better Cody Bellinger. Adam Dunn. No, no, he's more like Cody Bellinger in that he either smacks the ball six miles out of the ballpark or he strikes out, and he's just turned it on for the break. He's really streaky, but uh, Enrique or Kike Hernandez, I've always loved. And somebody pointed out in one of the forums not forums but like the comment section on one of the sb nation blogs that the dodgers let verdugo and kike hernandez go and they got trevor bauer and to to make room for trevor bauer and we see how well that's paid off for them 
Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, that was that. I wasn't so big on them picking up Bauer to begin with. I thought that was a little risky. And he's <laughs> so pretty, they go out and get Scherzer. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> go figure. I, I'm drunk right now. <laughs> yeah. If the Dodgers get beat, I think I'm probably going to have to pull for the Red Sox the rest of the way just because of Kike. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I do, I do love Verdugo, too. Yeah. Kike is just taking it to a whole other level right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's pretty great. So, um, but, not really many before, college. Go ahead. No, I just, you know, we there, obviously there's baseball and football coming up this weekend. Chance your Eagles are playing tomorrow night. We got some good college games on paper. But God, what a weekend. You got so many good college football games, some good pro games, and just I love playoff baseball. Between the, the Red Sox and Rays playing what felt like six games this weekend with all the extra innings. And then did you guys watch that Braves and Brewers game last night? It was like as soon as one team did something, the other team did it. No, I – I. It's like I told you guys, I was not feeling well, so I, I missed everything. Uh, it was it was just it was a great weekend. But anyways, go ahead, Drusif. What, what what's on the gauntlet for this weekend? Well, I, I will say it's... too one 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 thing. Let's not forget hockey started too. With yeah, the, yes. with the with the cracking. Yeah, yeah um, I did. Yeah, well, and in uh, did they did they beat the Vegas Knights? No, no, Vegas won. Vegas they won were, I think, like two one, three two, something like they that. They were down three nothing and came back and tied it, and then lost like four three. Ugh, four but three. Okay, I'll say that jersey is is pretty clean looking on, on they, TV. I have. To I, I think out. I told you guys I might I might have to get some I, the the crack the name itself is just cool to me, and then the the actual like gear. Oh man, the, the crack and stuff looks so cool. So apparently, the, uh, NHL sales are up. Just because of those jerseys, like merchandise sales are up because of the Seattle Kraken. I believe it. Oh yeah, yeah. and and Seattle is Seattle is desperate for another like sports team too. You know, uh, as good as the Mariners were this year, all they've got is is baseball and football. They don't since basketball is not there anymore. They need a third sport. So that, that I mean that was great on the NHL. Yeah, I, the Coyotes too. They went back to their uh, I think it's Kachina jersey that they. Um, Oh like yeah, having the '90s, which is really cool. There, there's a lot of really cool hockey excuse, for our Canadian fans out there. Sweaters out there that are really cool. Obviously, <laughs> I'm a Kings fan, so I love the black and silver. But they're going to a throwback of the '90s with the like the purple. No, no, the, no that was the the no, bow tie. Yeah, 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 the that angry Chevy logo, as some people call it. <laughs> um, so that's that's pretty good. Cool. I tell you, a team I would like to see come back. Uh, just because you know, I think they're cool, uh, and I wouldn't mind seeing getting one of their sweaters. Is the Quebec Nordiques from back in the day? Oh wow, wow. that would be kind of cool. Uh, it's kind of like Green Bay, you know, having a football team, just a small town that has a pro team, but um, not really. Kind of shifting gears, so we can talk to what talk about what we really want to talk about after the break. But um, not a whole lot of strong college football games out there to to predict this week, right, Will? Yeah, um, there's there's really not – and like I said, mostly I, I've been really super into baseball right now, so I probably just haven't been looking on it like I have. Uh, mm-hmm. UCF is traveling to Cincinnati. This would be a great game if I feel like half of UC, UCF's team is injured, so Cincinnati will probably pull that one out. Uh, do you guys have any contradictions to that statement? No. I'll, 
I'll but, say now that now that Cincinnati's in the top three, don't be surprised if they come out and struggle a little bit. Or you know, I won't be. I wouldn't be surprised if UCF keeps that close. I'm not saying they're going to lose. I can see it. Cincinnati by no, twenty-five. Got it. <laughs> yeah, with the chance effect, that will be a blowout. So take the over. But uh, no, I wouldn't be surprised if that game's close though. Um, and then we've got. Alabama going to start Vegas. I look to I, – I mean, <laughs> I, I think if I, – I, you know, I feel like all the Alabama fans are going to listen to this are going to call me crazy, but I think a loss might have been the best thing for that team. So I wouldn't be shocked if they come out here and, and blow the doors off of Mississippi State and the rest of the opponents they play until, I guess, the SEC championship. Uh, so I'll take Alabama by at least three touchdowns in this one. Drew, you uh, you were talking earlier in the week that, that you think State could keep it close. You you still feel that way? I mean, it just depends. If State comes out and hits on all cylinders and spreads the secondary out like Texas A&M did, sure. But, I mean, what State team's going to come out? The one that beat A&M or the one that, you know, one that beat North Carolina State or the one that lost to LSU, you know? You know, so, I, I don't even know if it's so much that, that A&M stretched the secondary out. They just attacked the middle of the field. So, I mean, I, I think if Mississippi State can reproduce that, they have a shot. Uh, but I, I think it's going to come down to Will Rogers because he always wants to – it seems like he always wants to go deep instead of taking the easy short routes. I think he's still kind of adjusting to that. Um, so, I think it could be an interesting game. Chance, do you have any chance effect predictions for us? <laughs> Alabama's going to win a blowout. It's going to be a bloodbath. Um <laughs> oh my god I'm, I'm, test, I'm testing this I'm testing this theory so no uh in all in all, seri- in all seriousness um you have to feel bad for Mississippi State because now that Alabama's lost they're going to come into this game I think a lot more focused um do, do, does anybody remember a few years ago after L, uh Lars from heavyweights Joe Burrow came into Tuscaloosa I don't care what anybody says he looks like Lars from heavyweights Came in and beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa, and then they went and played Mississippi State next the next week. That's the, everybody remembers. Tua got hurt in that game, but Alabama had like six touchdowns in their first six possessions. Like they were out there to make a statement to the playoff committee. So that's what I think will probably happen again this week. I could see a similar, yeah, that yeah, probably similar action. Um, yeah. And then I guess the the last game we'll talk about. Um, like I said, I haven't done any research. These are just coming off the top of my head. At 11 o'clock on Saturday, with the the good CBS crew, by the way, after watching that game last week, Aaron Murray, Rick Neuheisel, Jenny Dell, all of that crew is going to be covering Auburn and Arkansas. This is a game that's in Arkansas. A little bit of a revenge factor, if everybody remembers last year, the the spike that was not a spike was a fumble, whatever you want to call it, depending on what side you're on. Um, That Arkansas Ole Miss game last week was so much fun to watch. You guys were both at your respective games and to get a chance to watch it. I mean, back and forth, Mississippi – uh, I'm sorry, Arkansas, for the two-point conversion after scoring a touchdown, they went for the win. Love the call, not a fan of the play call, but love the decision. Old Miss ended up stopping it. Arkansas lost the game. But, guys, if, if, if you didn't – this team was Arkansas, there's no way you would know that, that like, especially with the Arkansas we've seen the last few years, that it's Arkansas. Like, they, they look good. I think they're going to come out. They have great defense. It's, it's a road game, so everybody t- talks about Bo Nix on the road. Um, I think they're, they're going to come out, and, and I think they're going to right the ship. I'll take Arkansas here by 
I'll take them by 10 points. I'll say this will be the big game of the week, so we'll do a score prediction. I'll say 38 – actually, no, I'll say 38-27 Arkansas, so I'll take them by 11 points. Chance? It's a tough game. I think it's a a great matchup uh, between two evenly matched teams. Uh, I'm going to go – since Arkansas – is that Arkansas correct? Yes. 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 It is at start. Um, Fayetteville. 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 I think. I think Arkansas has a slightly better quarterback, and it's at home. So I'm going to take Arkansas, and a. Let's go 31-26 game. Mm. Okay, Drew. What you got, Drew? Uh, you remember when both these teams were fighting over Gus Malzahn services? I do. Uh, no, but like, I remember. I remember when both of these teams anywhere near their football facility. Well, so I, I, it's just funny to me how, um, yeah. I mean, both of these teams got into a bidding war over Malzahn, and he's not at either program now, and they're both better off for it. Uh, which you Ooh, know, I, it's a, I, I'm I, just saying, I, you know. And Gus I don't Malzahn, know if I'd say Auburn's better off for it. You would not say that. Uh, I don't know. It remains to be seen. They I had a good run. I well, we'll we'll do that later in the year. But I've I've had my reservations, not necessarily about Harson, but the 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 decision of the coaching hire, if that makes sense. And I'll kind of t- the thing with Harson is, I mean, he's he's great. He's nowhere near the level of Chris Peterson in terms of developing talent, like Peterson Peterson was at Boise State. But he's a guy who doesn't really know anything about recruiting in this area. He does, Gus, Gus, I don't want to call it a gimmick, but Gus had the hurry up, no huddle, things no pe- people hadn't seen before that took the took the college football world by storm his first year. And then he was able, not not well some years, but every once in a while he was able to do something different, make it click. And, you know, he's, you saw it time and time again. He, he was the only one who could really challenge Nick Saban in Alabama. And now they've gone to Harson, who doesn't really do any of that. He runs more of the traditional stuff. So, I mean, it, it, it's we'll, still early, we'll, but I don't know. We'll debate it later on, but I, I, I you know, I think it could play out. I, I was not a fan of the decision when they made it. But but the, my point being, it's just interesting that, you know, neither one of them have him now. And that ended up being the best thing for Arkansas for sure because now they got Sam Pittman who, you know, has breathed new life into this program in just two years. So, I think it's a tough game. I think Arkansas wins it. I've been big on Arkansas this year. They let me down against Georgia, and then they just flat-out lost last week to Ole Miss. I, I, I'm i all for going for two, I guess, if you're a one-and-four ball team and you've got a team that's better than you on the ropes. But, you know, it's Ole Miss. They don't have much defense, clearly. And I think 25 – not important. Uh, as much as I, I – I, I think Auburn has improved this year. I think Arkansas is a little bit better. And I kind of like the 31 to 26. I, I think that's that's probably about right. All righty. Um, that's like I said, there's, you know, I haven't done much research this weekend, but that's really all I got. So I guess we'll, we'll take a break and then we'll come back and talk about yep. what we're all here for the uh, N64. Hey guys, Will from The Message Pitch back again with an exciting announcement. The folks over at Mayapop Tires have partnered with Blanker Garages to make sure your car has all the fine-tuning it needs. Coming this fall, Blanker's Breaker Fluid. Blanker's. You'll figure it out. Eventually. 
Hey guys, Will from the Message Pitch here. If you're an esteemed sports podcast host and world traveler like myself, you always need to have tires you can depend on to get you where you're going. That's why we here at the Message Pitch use Maypop tires. Remember everybody, Maypop may not. Risk it. Hey Message Pitch listeners, this commercial break is brought to you by Matt's Voodoo Shop. Matt's Voodoo Shop will turn Sean Clifford into a Heisman candidate or the Dallas Cowboys into Super Bowl contenders by simply putting our foot in our mouth. All right, all right, we are back. So, um, today we are going to start with. Uh, I'm sorry. Today we're going to um, talk about the N64 uh, for our latest in their series, our Game On series. So, uh, what I wanted you guys to do. Um, I want you guys, as well as our listeners, just to close your eyes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and th- and remember, think back. Will, you may not have been born yet, but <laughs> think back to the year 1998. He was two. It was – were you really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. Drew, I yeah. want you to close your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Think the year is 1998, mm-hmm. Friday night. Your parents are taking you. To rent a game from Blockbuster or Hollywood Video, whichever Ooh, side wow. you're on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What game? What N64 game are you renting, and why? Oh, I, it's one of two. There's only. Two, I was gonna say there's only two right answers here. It's either NFL Blitz oh. or it's Goldeneye. Oh man, got him on oh, man. first try. I was I was money there. You were money. I, I try. Okay, I guess let's start with okay. I know I think we could talk about Goldeneye for forever, which we'll save that. Yeah, we, uh, that could almost be its own episode. That could almost be its own episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll touch on Goldeneye because that is, I mean, everything was based off of that game. Uh, yes, any any first person shooter is based off of. Uh, hey, I Goldeneye. saw today. Granted, I, I was trying to do some research for our episode, so obviously I was looking up in sixty four games. Um, you know, and, and I don't know how true this is, and I can't remember the guy's username, So, I, I, uh, but I want to give him credit. I was reading up and, and watching some, some videos on Goldeneye. Did you know that the multiplayer in Goldeneye wasn't even supposed to happen? It just one guy kind of did it on a whim and did tell the studio about it and then no. put it in the game? No. That, I, again, I don't, know, I don't know how true that is. I don't know how accurate that is, but they weren't – Goldeneye wasn't even going to have multiplayer. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yep. There you go. Oh. Proof that sometimes it is good to ask for not to ask for permission. Yeah. So, ask, well, yeah. and, and I ask remember, for forgiveness. I remember the 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 007, the James Bond game that came after that, Tomorrow Never Dies, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bought it thinking it would be like Goldeneye for the PlayStation, and it did not have multiplayer mode, and it did not. And I was like, I was so disappointed. No. No, Goldeneye is especially if you could figure out the paintball mode cheat and the double rock or grenade launchers. That's like, why you got a game shark. Man. Infl- oh wow, the inflated head. Did you yeah. start a game shark reference? Yes, game you shark. Dude, I I just think the multiplayer. I can close my eyes now. Remember the entire layout of the complex stage, like that, the the yep. area, and and with, complex. With boxes, yep. I, I still. And the proximity mines. Yep. <laughs> you yeah. find all the spawn Golly. points. <laughs> yep. Oh, dude. Will and I, I think, raised or, or, each other's level of gaming ability in that game. 
Drew, Drew, it became a race on who could get to the room that had all the proximity mines and then just put proximity mines around the room so the other person couldn't get in there. Yes, yes. Or pull out the, uh, I can't remember which gun it was, but the one that had the super scope and try to detonate them and blow the person up, yep. and, you know? Oh, yeah. I think it was just, yeah, snipe, whatever the sniper rifle was called. Yeah, or the pistol. The, sni- yeah. the sniper rifle on those righteous N64 graphics that look like a paintball gun. Yes, yes. But GoldenEye... Oh, go ahead, Drew. No, no, no. Go, 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 go. Well, I was going to say, GoldenEye 2 introduced us to... So, like, Call of Duty and all those are, are, you know, influenced by GoldenEye. GoldenEye is also where raging first started. (laughs) It's also where screen watching started. Yeah. GoldenEye introduced... Screen cheating, screen watching. It introduced a whole new world to... Uh, video games and the, and the, yeah, our family uh, obviously had many many arguments over that game um, but it also the, the missions in it too were a lot yeah. of fun uh, I mean, I, uh, do, do, does anybody remember the, uh, the the train the um, the train where you yeah your your laser watch had the, yep. The, yep. The, uh, Before the, Gosh, yep man and, or you have a – or the facility was still the best, too, where you come out of the rafters and shoot the guy on the crapper. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd forgotten about that. That, I, I, that was – I mean, that was the first episode – that was the first level in that game. I, that was my favorite, I'm pretty sure, on the solo missions was, was that one. Or uh, if you remember, too, this one I always struggled, but Jungle was a lot of fun. Yeah. The yeah. jungle was a lot of fun, and the the it, it's not called the graveyard, but it's almost like the graveyard. Oh the, yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. And I've started. I so they actually the thing that I love the N sixty four, but somebody said the other day, like I, I they're like, man, I forget how much you needed like a, 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 a like a guide to be able to beat these games because it's not like today where you could just go and Google like how do I do that, you know? Um, oh yeah, so that was like. There's a there's a couple other games I you know that that I'm sure you guys played but nobody ever thinks of so uh, for for my birthday this year I, my wife got me the the handheld switch and what came mm-hmm. on the switch was um, it's called like the Mario All Stars pack where it comes with three games from three of the different generations so it came from the Wii it came Super Mario Galaxy. From the GameCube, it was Super Mario Sunshine, which is yeah. still to me one of the most un- one of the most underrated games of the last thirty years, if not ever. I love that game. I'll play it at least once, like every two or three years. <laughs> and Super Mario sixty four. Oh, that, that Super yeah. Mario sixty four is fantastic. So you got to think of that one. So anybody, I've also been been watching, and it came out with a remaster too lately. How about uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? I was just that's a good one. Yeah, good soundtrack. That too. that has one of yes, that has one of the best soundtracks too. Yeah, because name me name me one more like game and song that are synonymous with each other than that game and Goldfinger Superman. Yep. Yeah, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones was on that. Wasn't Primus? Jerry was a race car driver. Wasn't that on there? Yes. Uh, yes. Um, Power Power Man Five Thousand was on. Yep. Yeah, there was a bunch that I can't, I can't remember the name of the artist, but like I hear the song and I know. Oh, yeah. oh, Tony Hawk. Um, well, and and Will, you talked about it last week, but the Monster Truck Madness game that was that you could get through Microsoft for the computer, they actually made a sixty four mm-hmm. version 
and that was about the time that that uh, the unfortunate marriage of Monster Truck Racing and uh, <clears throat> the WCW happened. So you could get, uh, you know, a truck based on Hulk Hogan with bulging biceps and one on Brett the Hitman Hart and all kinds of stuff. So it. Um, speaking. And, uh, go ahead. Speaking of wrestling, I never played it, but I've heard it's a classic. And you know, wrestling was was a boom during that time period. I guess with the Attitude Era about to start. What did anybody ever play a WCW Nitro Revenge yes. on the N64? Yes, and it was. I had mm-hmm. I did not care a thing in the world about wrestling until uh, played that game, and I still didn't really care. But it was it was pretty doggone cool. That was a great game. Just jump off the turnbuckle the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. <laughs> um. So that that one was a fantastic game. Uh. Oh gosh, what what are some other ones? Well, I think we we we, we talked about Goldeneye, and then you have to talk about Perfect Dark, which was basically yes. it's weird. You know, I I yeah, I never played Perfect Dark. I didn't even really know what Perfect Dark was until we all lived together and Chance. They came out with like that yep. remastered, some like yep. classic in sixty four games. I remember sitting in your apartment room playing it, that and uh, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. I had never <laughs> heard of those until that. I, I, I never heard that. Um, the so perfect dart. I remember playing it with the same buddy that introduced me to Goldeneye, and uh, it it was a weirder version of Goldeneye. But the complex is in both games. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and you know how we talked about how Goldeneye kind of divided us as far as it caused a lot of raging. Yeah. Perfect dart <laughs> brought us together because you could set up the bots and then play the computer. That's so you true. could. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we. That, I mean, we. Get, that's yeah. what we like. Yeah, you get the the phantom or whatever that gun's called. You well, shoot through re- walls and never. You get the, the yeah, the orb gun or whatever. There but was it was the, cool. Sorry, go ahead, Drew. No, no, the the orb gun was weird, but the Reaper is the gun that had it. It, it was a fan. I mean, it yeah, like, yes, it got, yes. Woo, and when it got wound up, buddy. Well, and it was cool though too. Is with those bots, like you could like set the personalities of them. Yep. So you could have like a vengeful one. So if you killed this bot, it would come back and try and find you. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, there was like yeah, there was peace ones that wouldn't that wouldn't shoot you. They would just disarm you and run away. <laughs> like that. Stop that. <laughs> yeah. It was a. Uh, then you had hardcore ones that were you know, that were actually really good too. So yeah. you, um, but yeah, that game. Spent many hours playing that, and you did mention Conquer's Bad Fur Day, which maybe wasn't the most uh, PG, but it had some fun. Uh, I don't remember that. Had some fun mini games. Oh yeah, it was a uh, there like the I think we played the Teddy Bears and Squirrels. Oh, uh, well, I do remember that game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then again, I never played it, but you know that was the the N sixty four. Didn't that have the first Mario Party? Yeah. Would you think about how long those uh, have been around? I think it was more. I think it was N sixty four. Yeah. It also correct me if I'm wrong. Which we played first, that. It had the first Smash Brothers too, right? I believe it did. Yes. I want to say yes. That's the first time I remember playing it, and I thought, oh man, you could get all these video game characters in one play. Little did I know that it would become what it has. You know, it's become yeah. now. That you want to talk about just getting, getting up on a turnbuckle and and just. That's all I could do in Smash Brothers is just press the same button over and over again. So you're a button masher. Got it. In that, I mean, you know, I didn't know. 
Um, but I, I think the, the w- one of the games worth really talking about for a second is kind of what I equate the, the message pitch of video games, uh, and that's NFL Blitz. Yes. Holy cow. Perfect mix of sports, pop culture, humor. The, the announcers were ridiculous. I mean, it, it, one of my favorite – the announcers were one of my favorite parts of the game, I, and I don't remember the exact – um, interlude, but I just remember them talking, and and uh, one guy goes, uh, "That reminds me of the time that I was the backup place kick holder," and uh, and then they, you know, a couple of plays happen, and the other guy turns to him and goes, "What exactly does a backup place kick holder do?" <laughs> you know, it is the dialogue in that. Yes, commentary was did make that game entertaining, um, but also, <laughs> I mean, you ran two plays. It was the bomb. Or Hail Mary. <laughs> well, or... <laughs> do, do you remember the, the flea flicker play, what it was called? Uh, what was uh What the dot, 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 dot. Oh, yes, part. yes. That was great. And then the fact that you could late hit each other, you know, yep. and throw oh, each yeah. other out of the stadium. <laughs> that was that was most of the fun. Yes. Was, oh, you God. want the play to get over with just so you could beat the, you know, mess out of each other. Yeah. And, and you know, both the NFL and Blitz kind of went in different directions. I think the NFL kind of went away from the, you know, cartoon violence. And then the Blitz later on, they when they couldn't get the NFL license anymore, they took a really dark turn with the Blitz, the league. And it was like, it was a dark. Oh, my God. That had like drugs, drug yeah. usage in it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It, basically, it was basically like the longest yard. Like you go to jail and then you have to play for the prison team. Yeah. It was. No, 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 no. You don't go to jail. You're, you're in the league. You just, it's just dark. But if you, if you remember, they kind of brought it back with NFL Street. Did you ever play that? Didn't play that. Played the PS1 version, which wasn't as good. NFL Extreme 2. Yeah. And I do was, remember that. I remember yes. that. Yeah, it was okay. But NFL Street, you could do the same thing. It was just basically you played pickup games, yeah. like in d- yeah. random locations. Um, but yeah, which was which was actually not a bad game either. But Blitz, yeah. Um, like if I could get if I could buy an arcade game, I think Blitz would be yes one of the ones on the top of my list. Yes, yes. And yeah, real, I never, uh, I, I, you don't remember I, this, but the Dolphins were still good then, so they you know. Yeah, that was Marino was still. Mm-hmm. I remember Elway. You know what's crazy is that the the N sixty four has a better chance of coming back and being the most popular video game <laughs> in the world than the Dolphins do winning the Super Bowl oh, this year. So, man. Uh, guys, I, I actually I didn't get a chance when we all reunited for our guys weekend back in August, but uh, I still have the N sixty four with uh, Goldeneye and oh, Pro and it's uh, hard to hook them up to modern TVs now. It, it is, but um, yeah, you need an older TV, man, probably. I, I don't remember the exact name of the game, but there was a, there's a Star Wars game on it too. Like, man, we oh, what that. did the? Uh, that's the thing is the racing game. What was it? Uh, Rush. Gundam. Rush. Oh, no, no, no! The Star Wars wasn't it Gundam Racers? Oh yes, yes, yes. But that wasn't oh, like based off of the uh, yeah the. The episode one, Menace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was. But uh, you know, I actually got to the N sixty four later, and like our grandparents found one at a garage sale, and they they kept that at their house. So when and we would go over there a lot, we we'd play it there. So that's how we got to play 
all of these, like, I mean, it, it ranged from everything from like the Tony Hawk that I mentioned. And of course, GoldenEye that gosh, we spent so many afternoons oh, on yeah. GoldenEye to even like Jeopardy. Like there's a Jeopardy yep. game in there yep. somewhere. Yeah. Rush and, uh, and Cruising USA. I think we had that. Cruising USA. Yeah. Rush, Rush great. We, we did it. Uh, did we have Crazy Taxi? We might have. I think we did. Remember, I can't remember. And there's one other game on there that we played that I just cannot remember right now. Um, I can't remember it for the life of me. But the <laughs> Mario Kart. Did you you play a lot of Mario Kart? No, we we no. didn't have the Mario Kart with it. And like I said, I didn't play the uh, Mario 64 until playing it on the Switch. Now, like 25 years old, so still holds up, by the way, but. Well, and, and we, yeah, we we never had Mario Kart, and by the time we could have gotten it, we already had a PlayStation, and, and Will and I played Crash Team Racing, which this may be blasphemy, and I, I, you know, not blasphemy, but this may be, you know, a lot of people will take this the wrong way, but uh, I, I like Crash Team Racing better than I do um, Mario Kart. Man, let, let me tell I feel like Mario Kart, like, they, they always try to strive for something different. And like, let me tell you, by the time it got to the Wii, I hate driving it with that Wii. Controller. Oh yeah, give me a steering wheel. Oh uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, they they actually re-released or they updated, remastered Crash Team Racing into Nitro Kart a few years ago, and I I bought it, downloaded it to my PlayStation Four, and Drew, remember I took it to the beach, and the entire time me and you were there, that's what we were doing. It still holds up, man. Yeah, it's so good. It does. But that it I really guess does. that's for another day. Yeah, it really does hold up. Um. Well, I, we're getting here kind of towards the end, but I know we'll be focusing on the Sony side of things, PlayStation 1 and 2 next time. But, you know, I, I guess, Matt, when you think in 64, I mean, it, it, it was such a, a pivotal, pivotal system. I mean, what what's your biggest takeaway from it? I think, it, it, you know, if you remember reading my article, PlayStation is where, where I was introduced to video games. Um but the N64 is what, I mean, it, it just made, I mean, that's where some of my best memories come from was Same. from the N64 um, growing up. And because I was like my, those were my elementary years, fourth, fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. I mean, like I said, <laughs> it, it caused some fights with my family, but I also had some of my best times with that system. Yeah. Um, well, those games were, they just, they just were different. Yeah, uh, there was something different about that time. Um, it was that it, sweet spot of yeah. graphics. Yes, also pretty good graphics for that time, though. It was yeah, it yeah. wasn't bad. It was a new yeah. It, it was just something. It, it really catapulted. I think the the games that we enjoy today came. Most of them came I mean, from the sixty four. I think you, I think you can say it almost kind of revolutionized. Yeah, like video. That's games. a good word like, for I, it. I mean, yeah. I know, I know, we're looking back on it with nostalgia, but I'll take Goldeneye over just about any of the type of games like that nowadays. Man, it's just so like it's one of those two that even with the graphics not being as great as graphics are now, like you could still play it now and just yeah. have just as much fun. Sure. Know? Yeah, you're absolutely right. right. Yeah, and and I think some of my most cherished memories are, you know, playing against my brother and, you know, just having fun and, and making each other better and also, 
learning from each other. Cause I mean, it wasn't uncommon for us to be like, all right, how did you do that? And then, okay, here's how I did that. And then, you know, and yeah. so, I mean, it's, oh, absolutely. it's just, I, I don't think, I don't think some of my kids or even adults should stay inside all day and play video games, but it, it's, it's pretty cool. The memories you can make while you're waiting for it to stop being so hot or you're, you know, so I, you know, I, I still, uh, whenever I can, I don't play nearly like I used to, but whenever I get the chance to, and especially play against Will, man, it's like, it's like being a kid again in all the best ways possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, well, I think that's about all we can say about the N64 and the, in the time frame that we've got, we can always revisit it, but, uh, you know, I'd like to encourage any listeners out there, any, any memories that you have, we'd love to hear from them. You can comment uh, on our Facebook page. You can write us at info at the message pitch.com. You can hit us yeah, up on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. Um, and you can tell always us, visit tell us your favorite game too. Yeah. Tell oh, us yeah. your favorite game too. And if it's not, if it's not golden, I will tell you why you're wrong. Yeah. I was going to say, can we all just assume that everybody's favorite N64 game here is golden that's what I'm saying. Like, if we if we did like you know how we did the movie, yeah, bracket, we couldn't do yeah, a video well, game bracket because we know Goldeneye would win. Yeah, everybody. So if yeah. we do a movie, if we do a video game bracket for second, that might be interesting. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, folks, that's going to conclude our uh, episode this week of the Message Pitch. Once again, uh, you can visit us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at the Message Pitch. We've got a website, www.themessagepitch.com. If you have comments, questions, you want to add something to the podcast, hit us up, info at hey, themessagepitch.com. Drew, yeah. I, need to, I know we, we try to, to stray away from political stuff because we want to be an escape, but, but oh. I need to take a moment real quick. Okay. And um, I, just need, I just need to ask the decision makers out there and, and I, I guess the director of foreign policy or whatever um, – why did we think it was a good idea to follow up the Jets and Falcons going to London with the Dolphins and the Jags? Are we true? Did, did London make us mad? Are we? Are, what, what did London ever do to us? They just want to watch good football, and this is what we send. And that's how uh, that's that's how we know it's a podcast. We'll manage to sneak one Dolphins semi rant in there. Look, Ted Lasso's over there, so everything should be fine. That's true. That's true. So. So from all of us here at the Message Pitch, I'm Drew. I'm Matt. I'm Will. London, I'm sorry. I think that was a little early, but it'll work. Um, Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week, and happy gaming. Thanks for stopping by. Bye. Bye. London, again, I'm sorry. (laughs)